welcome back to Locker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a new series, Succession on HBO. I've heard nothing but good things, so I decided, why not? Let's uh, try something that's a little different than the other television series that I have been watching. And because there is such high accolades for the show, I could not resist and it looks like it's only a 10 episode per season um, arc, which is good. I like that because that doesn't that doesn't make it feel as if it's somehow a lot of work when it's a show that's been going for quite a few seasons now. And because this is the first time we are jumping into a new series, let's take a peek behind the curtain. This series was created by Jesse Armstrong. It is a comedy drama, black comedy. I definitely get that. While I didn't laugh out loud, there was some entertaining dialogue. It's definitely going to take me more than one episode to really immerse myself in this world i'm not very familiar with media corporation uh i just i'm gonna focus on the characters i didn't even take any notes this first episode because i wanted to just soak it in and i might do that for the first five because i'm watching the performances and that's what's really got me glued i like the series thus far <laughs> but it is Something I'm not quite used to seeing, which is a good thing. Back to giving credit where credit is due. The composer is Nicholas Bratelli. The cast is starring Chaim Abbas as Marcia Roy. Nicholas Braun as Greg Hirsch. Brian Cox as Logan Roy. Karen Culkin as Roman Roy, Peter Friedman as Frank Vernon, Natalie Goad as Rava Roy, Areva Roy, Matthew McFadden as Tom Wham Wamskins, Alan Ruck as Connor Roy, Peter Sawyers as Alessandro Daniels. Sarah Snook as Saban uh, Shiv Roy, Jeremy Strong as Kendall Roy, Rob Yang as Lawrence Yee, Dagmara Dominguez or Dominzik. I think that's correct. <laughs> I don't know where Dominguez came from. As Carolina Novotny. Arianne Moad as Stewie Hosini. Jay, uh, Jay Smith Cameron as Jerry Kelman. Justin Lupe as Willa Ferreira. David Rash as Carl Mueller. And Fisher Stevens as Hugo Baker. That's the main cast. I'm sure there's plenty because it even has another listed article for all the characters. But we're just going <laughs> to give credit to, to the main crew right there. Executive producers, Jesse Armstrong, Will Farrell, Adam McKay, 
Frank Rich, Kevin Masick, Mark Malloyd, Jane Trantor, Tony Roche, Scott Ferguson, John Brown, Lucy Preble, and Will Tracy. Producers Regina Hyman, Dara Snapper, Jonathan Filey, Ron Bosman, Gabriel, and Gabriel Mahone, or Gabrielle. Uh, as I stated, this is 10 episodes long, except for season three. It looks to have only nine episodes. And I think we have given all credit what credit's due. So let's go ahead and jump into this first episode. Number one titled Celebration was directed by Adam McKay, written by Jesse Armstrong, and premiered June 3rd of 2018. I did not take notes as I stated earlier, so I'm kind of just going to go by memory. I do know that we start with the character Kendall. He is trying to lock down a deal, but as soon as he gets there, he's told said deal is off by Lawrence Lee I believe was his name and not only is he told the deal is off when their people aren't around he walks out of the room and he's like you think I'm fucking stupid you're not about to fuck me over by the way your whole entire company is a dinosaur and just talks major shit he is Walter's CEO and Kendall sits there and probably lets him stick his dick down his throat. Put my balls in your jaw. Your balls in your jaw. We're going to follow him and then we'll get into some of the other family members. After he gets this heartbreaking news, he is determined that he is going to get this acquisition because this is supposed to coincide with him being announced as the new CEO of this huge conglomerate type of media. Uh, what the fifth highest in the world is some of the <laughs> stats that Frank was dropping in his toast. Is this is toasters. Are we indoctrinating him in the Hall of Fame right now? But it's his father's 80th birthday as well. So the announcement's supposed to be announced at the party. They've set it up. It's been in preparation for months. But the entire time, he feels skittish. I got my eyes on you. It felt as if he knew it was too good to be true. He wanted it so bad that he could not fathom that it was going to happen. But everything was falling into place up until the moment before the rug was pulled from under him. His father's an asshole. And I love it. <laughs> I will say, I'm already invested in the drama. Kendall then is talking very loosely with his crew, like we're going to up the offer at 120, but he's questioning himself. One of the people was like, why don't you call your daddy? And that was rude. 
So what do you mean? You want me to call you the fucking daddy? You're at work. Why would I call your father? <laughs> Just because my father is the head CEO currently doesn't mean I can't handle this deal. And he starts to make this joke, which I thought was funny. He's like, I'll go down on him. <laughs> I'll give him whatever he wants. I'll fuck him good for this deal. As he put entirely too much ketchup on that damn gyro. Gross. You nasty. I guess it could have just been a wrap. Still was disgusting. His dad then shows up. Because <laughs> he was leaving for the surprise party that he already is aware of and is trying to control being uh there for his son to sign papers regarding marcia being added to the will he says well other people might not be happy about it but you know i don't have a problem all the backhanded things they say to each other just so toxic and unhealthy <laughs> and he also asks about the deal doesn't you know he knows his father is judging him but at the same time he can't help but but feel he needs to get his affirmation but just denied it's like no 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 i'm just you know and every time he keeps saying so we're good we're, we're on everything's fine he keeps trailing off <laughs> so when he shows up to his dad's birthday party his dad is very unhappy to see him because he thinks that even his relationship with his father should be sacrificed for an acquisition and he knew then this was a family of sharks they are then taken into a room and he tells them so about me stepping down well first and foremost you all have this paperwork in front of you i'm gonna give marcia two-thirds the vote of who gets to run the company to run the where the words go in that sentence to run the company for uh for him upon his death they're all like yeah why would we give up anything that we want to control and then you have kendall being told also i'm not stepping down as ceo who's ready for lunch what's more fucked up is that the other family members his sister and brother were all hugging and congratulating him and his father was watching the whole entire time knowing he had no intention there was even a cover of the heir apparent <laughs> he put his ass on the cover of gq <laughs> and he said no it's not happening the other siblings are rather amused by it he's like why the fuck are you laughing i'm not but holy fuck I'm like yeah you are laughing and you can tell that roman is the the brother who just wants to antagonize everybody 
everyone else you know has the caudacity to stand he just gonna lay down and then as uh dad leaves the room he chases after him i love how he closed the door behind him <laughs> it's like we are having words and they do except it does not go the way i thought it was gonna go uh, I, I see their styles they're very different one is more of a confrontational bulldog and the other is a fucking snake in the grass he told him look i need five years maybe 10 i don't know basically you're not getting what you want are you about to cry because it looks like you're about to cry not only that you signed some papers and you didn't even look at them i'm sorry i trusted my father and that is is that a crime he said an accumulation of them or something to that effect i was like god damn <laughs> that hurt me then he gets up in his face so it looks like you're about to cry are you about to cry he goes to the bathroom breaks some shit does some screaming into a bath towel and then very kindly tried to clean up his mess and it was nice that he tried right because it's clear they have help so then he goes back to dinner and tries to do all he can to get the food down his throat as he plots and plans his revenge <laughs> he tries to get the other siblings to to side with him but they have their own agendas so let's talk about roman first roman showed up during the deal not only did he show up during the deal he talked nothing but shit about how he was happy not to work there but at the same time the first thing he wants is frank gone for him to sign the contract giving two-thirds the vote to marcia and he convinces his father to fire said man which he does at the end of the episode and he tells him by saying look at your phone you might want to <laughs> finesse the statement a little bit better you gonna do me like this Sorry. after 30 years he dropped him and gave his son what he wanted then shiv or shaban she uh used to work for the company too or she wants control of the parks and thus she ends up wanting the position that's over her husband who very much is not respected at all by his father-in-law he seems very soft he's also very weird because at the softball game he told greg who's also very weird but we'll talk about him next that like why don't you kiss me will you kiss me no i'm just fucking with you you think i'm a nice person but i'm not i'm just fucking with you hello yes it's meant to be weird and uncomfortable your feelings are correct don't worry he held that watch the whole entire time and then when he gifted to him he gonna tell him what kind of watch it was he was like yeah it's written right here <laughs> and then passes it on doesn't even take it out to look at it what do you get someone who has everything that's what connor tried to do we'll talk about him too uh i probably just would have got him a middle finger like an actual replica 
of my middle finger in a box <laughs> and he probably would have appreciated it but he he's given absolutely no love by the family and has and is kind of forgotten by his wife once she is around her family because she goes right into cutthroat mode as i stated earlier kendall tried to get his brother and sister to not sign their portions and come work under him and he's like can i have a moment to think about it fuck you <laughs> walk away am i gonna like roman i should not like roman but i might like roman then she gets her position as well let's move on to greg i don't think i have much more to say they did the surprise party well let's do connor first connor seems to be the passive one i don't want to get involved i just want to live my life stress-free as stress-free as humanly possible i have my share i'm not trying to piss anybody off and i don't want power he got his father some goo <laughs> he's like no it's for yeast or i don't know a bread starter that's what he said he was he's like i don't know what the fuck it is it grows bread something you might want to do so he's trying to get his father to want something that is made but he doesn't want to fucking make bread <laughs> who wants to make bread and thus uh he is he is very much the hippie of the family and in the helicopter he says that he will vote whatever the other children vote and then we have greg who we meet smoking a joint <laughs> not paying attention and orientation and getting fired the first day granted those kids were assaulting the shit out of them and where were their parents also him puking through the eyes That was the most disgusting shit I have seen in a while. He is apparently the great nephew of, oh, what is his name? Logan. <laughs> but he is estranged from his brother. And he says, I'd do anything for my brother if he were to ask me. Don't y'all not talk? Anything. You just got to get him to ask. Oh, no, he didn't. But he ends up getting in the car with him and Marcia and he says look if i can get my father to give up his seat will you then give me a position and he actually does think about it and ends up giving him one to make him a rival i believe for shiv's husband to take away the fact that she will be <laughs> his boss wow talk about emasculated and the fact that they already are two fucking weirdos i am curious to see where this friendship or frenemy type thing goes or maybe it's just gonna be straight up enemies kendall has decided to be an anonymous source to the media saying that there are rumors about the board kicking his father off that he's possibly unwell not in his right mind which is very karmatic <laughs> at the end of this episode after lawrence yee tells him about the deal 
which oh my god he's like oh y'all we can chill it with the shit talking but he did come in the office acting like a little shit calling him dude (laughs) what what kind of professionalism is that so because he basically forced him into he said what i'm put you in a golden cage and fuck you with a silver dick (laughs) something to that effect it's like damn i love this uh he's forced to take him into the company but unfortunately bad timing for several reasons because his father ends up having a brain hemorrhage hello darkness my old friend i've come to talk with you again because a vision softly creeping so it was brought on after both shiv and roman after they get what they want are like yeah i don't see any any benefit at all to me to sign in this document so they fucked him over and you saw very immediately where you thought you know this family is uh i think that's what his friend told him frank right before like you are what you are <laughs> and eventually you will you will get your come up for it and immediately this happens kendall is told by lauren g and he says oh now that your daddy is not around and you just let me in the coop i'm gonna fucking eat you all one by one damn it feels good to be a gangster a real gangster ass nigga plays his cards right a real gangster ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth cause real gangster ass niggas don't start fights of course kendall rushes to the hospital but he is also kind of planted the 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 downside to to what could possibly be a fallout of what was not true that could be possibly true in this moment because we don't know what this is going to do to his father's faculties we see that while kendall can play the game he's also very easily intimidated he doesn't like to be the asshole but he also had a problem with cocaine and it looks like he and his wife aren't on the because he asked her do you have a boyfriend she's like no i (laughs) she said something to the fact about cocaine on my kids tablets he's like that was three years ago but bitch that shouldn't happen at all (laughs) there's no three years to it one strike like that and you're out you can kill your kids like that absolutely not so that is pretty much i'm sure i'm missing some things i don't have all the quippy dialogue i will will see about taking notes on the next episode but i think really for the first um at least first three i'm going to just watch and engage myself into the world and try to understand a little bit more about <laughs> acquisitions and the the fallout oh yeah i forgot about the one thing i'm glad i did not quite because the baseball game because he said he wanted to play the game and i don't think the game is the actual base uh, softball game they played 
but the game they played with uh, the little boy where they said they got him to to play and then they said well if you hit a home run then i'll give you a million dollars and i guess he thought like the little boy probably thought that the uh, grown-ups would not actually try to get him out but they were not charitable at all they um it was very ruthless you know teaching him a lesson like if you try hard enough but you know no one can beat us we're not gonna allow anyone to beat us for you to get that million dollars and then you see that kid come over and he's so heartbroken and you see his parents like you guys just used him for sport logan shook his hand and it's all you know looking above board but inwardly they're they're taking some type of disgusting pleasure from what they've done and then they have him sign a non-disclosure agreement and give him the the watch (laughs) she said something between ten thousand and twelve thousand that's fucked up so yeah i'm glad i remembered that so if you want to send feedback on our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>